Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. The Introduction to the Devout Life by St. Francis de Sales, Book 1, Chapter 24. All evil inclinations must be purged away. Furthermore, my daughter, we have certain natural inclinations, which are not strictly speaking either mortal or venial sins, but rather imperfections, and the acts in which they take shape, failings and deficiencies. Thus, St. Jerome says that St. Paula had so strong a tendency to excessive sorrow that when she lost her husband and children, she nearly died of grief. That was not a sin, but an imperfection, since it did not depend upon her wish and will. Some people are naturally easy, some full of opposition. Some are indisposed to accept other men's opinions. Some naturally disposed to be cross. Some to be affectionate. In short, there is hardly anyone in whom some such imperfections do not exist. Now, although they are natural and instinctive in each person, they may be remedied and corrected or even eradicated by cultivating the reverse disposition. And this, my child, must be done. Gardeners have found how to make the bitter almond tree bear sweet fruit by grafting the juice of the latter upon it. Why should we not purge out our perverse dispositions and infuse such as are good? There's no disposition so good, but it may be made bad by dint of vicious habits. And neither is there any natural disposition so perverse, but that it may be conquered and overcome by God's grace, primarily, and then by our earnest, diligent endeavor. I shall, therefore, now proceed to give you counsels and suggest practices by which you may purify your soul from all dangerous affections and imperfections and from all tendencies to venial sin, thereby strengthening yourself more and more against mortal sin. May God give you grace to use them. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and the Holy Spirit, Amen. Angels of God, our guardians dear, to whom God's love commits us here, ever this day be at our side, to light and guard, to rule and guide. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. St. Philip Neri, gentle guide of youth, patron of thy own, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. So St. Francis de Sales is ending book one by reminding us of the fundamental truth of the whole book. That things in our souls can be conquered, even imperfections, by God's grace primarily. And then, 
or earnest, diligent endeavor. Now, if imperfections are conquered in this way, that is, tendencies in us which are excessive in some way or other, tendencies which, if not checked, will lead to actions or acts, which again, although aren't exactly sinful, they do hinder us in some way. Things that really need to be remedied and corrected if we want to follow the Lord more carefully. Now, these imperfections, these inclinations to evil that are not just our concupiscence, that's like our fundamental inclination to evil, tendency to evil, but these are inclinations which are sort of built up by our natural dispositions, by our environment, by how we've been brought up. They're, they're just kind of inclinations we have towards things which when we act on them, they're, we kind of feel guilty about them. They're kind of failing, deficiency. He gives the example that the excessive sorrow of St. Paolo. It's not her fault that she was that way. But he says, this is something we want to overcome. And we can, he says. How? By cultivating the reverse dispositions. That is, if you see in yourself some kind of disposition, tendency, leaning, inclination towards something that kind of harms you, holds you back. It's not really even something you wish or want to have. You didn't choose to have it. Well, you can do the opposite things. You can build up an opposite disposition in the other direction. All right. Now, if all of this reversing of natural dispositions, overcoming imperfections, is the work of God's grace, then how much more is the overcoming of venial sins, tendencies to venial sins, affections for sins? God's grace is primary. May God give you the grace to use the counsels he says to us. We do not first go to God. He first comes to us. We don't first love him. He first loves us and gave his son for us. And if we are seeking God, then God is already seeking us more. It seems to us that we're the ones seeking God. It seems to us that we're putting all this effort, and we are. It seems to us that we're making the first step. But in fact, our Lord, like a great hound of heaven, is drawing us to himself. And the steps we're making, which are real and crucial, are actually the effects of his mercy and his love. Are we free? Absolutely. We have to make earnest, diligent endeavors to reverse our bad habits, to reverse our natural inclinations, which are not very good. We have to pray. We have to ask the Lord for help. And then we have to follow his lead. And St. Francis de Sales is going to provide us in book two with 
advice about how to purify our soul more and more. We have to ask for the grace to follow it. Why? Because of our inclinations to evil, we're not sufficient to follow them on our own. And they are supernatural. The kind of perfection that he's pointing us towards, the kind of life he's asking us to live, is something we can't imagine on our own. It's something we can't live on our own. It's like being in space and not having an uh, uh, equipment to breathe. It's beyond our, our natural bodies to live in that environment. And so the supernatural life, this eager readiness, this earnest seeking after God is beyond us unless he lifts us up, elevates us. And that's what grace does. And so we need grace both because we're inclined to evil and because he's calling us to a life that's way beyond us. Praise be God who gives us his Holy Spirit, who gives us the grace to follow him. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.